Hello, Marvel fans all over the universe and wherever you happen to be listening to our podcast. This is the MCU C2C Corner to Corner, and I know that because I've got it written down in front of me on a computer screen. We are talking today about Captain Marvel, and I am joined by my good friend Jeff. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us. And also by a very special guest who is called Freya. Hi. Hi, Freya. Freya actually my daughter hey amazing coincidence that isn't it (laughs) so we we thought it would be fun um obviously Frey you you wanted to come into this podcast because you wanted to give us some ideas and some thoughts on the film that we're looking at today which is Captain Marvel right which is amazing okay so I did I just say that yeah I did didn't I yeah, it's because I'm confused. Mate, it's late at night. It's Seriously, it's like half past eight now. This is getting late for me. It's almost. It might as well be midnight, to be honest. I, I go to bed at nine o'clock. No, you don't. No, I don't. She's right. I don't. <laughs> this is how it's going to go, isn't it? I'm going to say something. You're just going to contradict me and everything. <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> this is my life, people. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to hand over to you, Jeff, because I've, I've obviously lost control of things straight away. So um, let you. I'll let you take it from here. Okay, so yeah, tonight we're talking about Captain Marvel, which was, which is Carol Danvers' uh, first uh, appearance in the MCU, played by Brie Larson. Um, this film uh, it serves as our introduction, doesn't it? And it's quite interestingly yeah. done in that when we when we start the film, she's already got well, she's got her powers, but they are uh, restricted a bit, aren't they? Yes. She remember her, her sort of her history at all. So we discover it as she discovers it, and and you know learns things, or remembers things. So I quite like that that you you know you're kind of straight in there with her, you know already kind of at the top of her game, or at least you know she thinks at, at that point in time, and and then you kind of learn how she got there, and and you know the backstory and things like that. Um, and so uh, yeah, I, I really like that for an origin, it was done a little bit differently. Mm. Uh, to to um you know meeting someone getting the powers and then you know, kind of going from there um so um freya why don't well first of all why don't you tell us freya about your uh your your thoughts and experiences of the mcu um i don't know <laughs> that was a good start do, do you mean as as a whole yeah as a whole thing? so i i i know you like dc stuff don't you yeah yeah, um, and uh, that's fine. I'll, I'll allow that. Um, and um, so you, your dad's been doing this with me for three, three or four months now. Yeah, it's been it's been forever, mate. It's been <laughs> a long time. Yeah. Um, and you, um, you've you've only watched some of the MCU films, is that right? Yeah. So which ones I've, have you seen? I've watched Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, Black Widow. Yeah. Shang Chi. Shanti. Guardians of the Galaxy, both of them. Uh, Iron Man 3. Um, I think that's it. Think, oh, we watched Civil War as well, oh, didn't we? Oh, we watched Civil War and Spider-Man Homecoming. And Spider-Man Homecoming, yeah. Okay. Right, so, okay, you've watched, watched some of the, the really good ones, yeah. So, uh, tell me, uh, Paul, should we, um, let's find out a bit about Freya and um, what she Yes, let's do that. Marvel, and, and then we can kind of go through it like, like we normally do. So, yeah, let's, 
Let, let's put my 14-year-old daughter on the centre stage yeah. in front of the entire world because she's not nervous at all, eh, babes? No. No, no, no. Not at all. No. Okay, well, I'll, I'll start. So um, it, it will surprise absolutely no one that I really liked this film. Um, like I said, I, I quite like the the different origin story. So that, that was really unique, I thought. Um, and I liked the... It, I like the kind of the 90 setting. Um, yeah, that was good. Will be way before your time, Freya, but for your dad and I, <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, that's, yeah, that's ancient history, you know. <laughs> that was in, well, that's in my prime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, blockbuster video. Um, yeah, and I actually re watching it again the other day. It's, it's yeah. quite. Um, it's quite a strong sci fi film, isn't it, Paul? You know, with, with that, the that's, and, that's something I thought that the, the first time, from the first time I went to watch this, because Freya and I, we went to see it, the pictures originally, yeah. didn't we? Okay, but yeah. that, that would be the theatre to our American audience in the theatres. Yeah. So, um, and, and I, I had no idea what to expect. You had any, I haven't watched anything, really. Anything. Right, okay. Did you see a trailer? I can't remember. Have we seen a trailer? I don't know. We, we must have, because otherwise we wouldn't have watched it. Yeah, that's true. We don't see anything without seeing the trailer these days. No. Because we have to think, is it going to be exciting enough for us to sit in the cinema for two and a half hours? Yeah. You know, and you get a sense of that from the trailer. And it was like one of the first superhero films I'd watched as well. Was it? Really? I'd watched Wonder Woman, and I think I'd watched some of the Superman ones. Yeah, at that point. But I haven't, I hadn't really watched much. So this was... I was only 11. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah, right. yeah it's 2017, so... Yeah, 2019. 2019. Is that what it was? Yeah, it's 2019. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was early. Yeah, it was like March 2019 or something. March 2019, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to dispute Freya's, um, Freya's knowledge <laughs> of dates and days. She's much better at this than I am. But I, I did think when we first saw it and we were sat in this, I thought this is really, really heavy on the sci-fi. Yeah. And it's 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 different to like the Guardian sci-fi, which is which is quite fun and quite mm. colourful. Um even though it, it, it involves the same characters, which I didn't know at the time because I hadn't right. seen or had I seen? I must have seen Guardians, but I'd forgotten all about it by the time mm. Captain Marvel came out. So when they started talking about the Cree and Ronan, the accuser, kind of pops in towards the end. I had yeah. no idea, and it was only watching it the other night, wasn't it? Because I was yeah. going, "Oh my god, it's Ronan! <laughs> they're Cree, of course they're Cree. I know they're Cree, and they've been in Guardians. So, but wait a minute, what I say it's like the Cree are the bad guys, aren't they? Yeah, you know? yeah. But Danvers is one of the one of the Cree. So she's yeah. a bad guy. So what's this all about? So yeah. it's only when we watched it the, the other day that I suddenly had a, a different kind of view on the film. So the first time we watched it, we just kind of went with it, didn't we? Yeah. I don't yeah, really know. It, 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 oh, it, it does work, doesn't it, that um, you, you don't need to have seen Guardians to sort of, you know, understand who Ronan is at that point. And obviously if you know, you know, that's him in his early days, you know, and obviously – He's going to go on to become yeah. a bit of a lunatic and and eventually blow up with the well, hamster was all at some point. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, and and blow up with the you know the power stone or whatever. Um, so, but yeah, it is it is quite heavy on the sci-fi, isn't it? In the like you say, yeah. it's, it's not um, it's not like Guardians, which is a bit more kind of uh, you know light and colourful and space opera type stuff. This is proper kind of. You know, spaceships and it's like know, space action in yeah. space, and, yeah. and, and and it's quite it's quite full on because I think within like ten or fifteen minutes we're we're in a very strange world that okay, you know, we can recognise buildings and stuff like that, but all the technology is all you know way way out there. They're kind yeah. of fighting with these power ups in their in their hands, 
and um, and, then, and then we get like uh, the, the the what's what's, what's it called the system intelligence the AI thing uh, su- the supreme intelligence supreme intelligence, supreme intelligence. Yeah. that's it yeah the supreme you know obviously the kind of highly evolved artificial intelligence thing that that runs the whole Cree mm-hmm. civilization is it a civilization civilization yeah the, yeah it is yeah. 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 yeah 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 I do remember some things yeah it's all a bit flaky. Um, and it, it does move really quickly um, at the beginning, doesn't it? You know, you, you kind of learn a little mm. bit about Danvers, a bit of training. Or Veers, as called at that point. And, and then, you know, they go on the rescue mission, which then suddenly goes all kinds of wrong. She's captured, yeah. put on the scroll ship, breaks out of that, lands on Earth, chases a few scrolls around. This is within the first, like, half an hour or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you've gone so, from yeah. the other side of the galaxy to crashing back to earth in the 90s and uh it's it's quite impressive how quickly it moves and how much it gets done you know in, in that it is but but i i, I kind of wonder in some ways that um maybe it's it's kind of it's it's, it's almost too much to process uh, mm. again for me being an old geezer uh maybe it is I don't know what you felt about that what like Not first really. off yeah so i like <laughs> fast things though you do do you yeah i don't like it when it's slow because it's boring all right there you go that's simple <laughs> well, I mean, I don't mind it, but like, I prefer it when it's fast because then you actually like get to see stuff. Uh, well, particularly but... in, in these kind of films, you know, it, it, it's good to have a bit of slowdown. Like when when she goes to see Monica, you know, and, and they're talking about yeah, you know, their their past and things together, and and you know that friendship and history is kind of fleshed out a bit more. That is um is kind of earned at that point because you know Veers is is discovering more about herself and and you know the, the past and everything but if it kind of opened with something like that i i think you know it, it would have put people off a little bit because you know like you say for our particular well, if, if it had opened with, with with the bit with uh monica uh not monica maria rambo uh, uh, oh yes sorry it was maria yeah uh yeah i think so but then it, it's but then end game opens with like 45 minutes of pretty miserable you know stuff, but then at that <laughs> point, you know you've you know all the characters, and you can kind of, yeah. and it's brilliant, and you can get away with it. Whereas I don't think you could do that with, you know, a, a first time film for a character, and also a character that isn't particularly well known outside of the comics either. So yeah, so it it really kind of hits the ground running, doesn't it? I suppose yeah. that's that's yeah. kind of what you're saying, and 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 it is. I mean, I I must admit, I I did find it quite a lot to process i mean I, i'm a big sci-fi fan as you mm. know i, I read a lot of that stuff i've watched a huge amount of sci-fi films over the years so i'd, I'd kind of think i'm kind of used to it plus also having some sort of idea of who captain marvel is or was in the comics not that i followed them very closely so i was expecting to kind of just get into this and just kind of run with it um but it it, it did take a while i mean it probably did take until she actually punched the old lady on the train that I thought, okay, this is cool. <laughs> so it kind of got me. And, and actually, no, I'll tell you what, just before that, actually, because uh, Nick Fury, a young Nick Fury appears in the, in the things, doesn't he? So, again, the first time I watched him, I recognised him from having watched Avengers previously. Right. So I thought, oh, okay. And obviously I recognised it was the 90s because she lands on the roof of a blockbuster and yeah. That was obviously quite a, th- a thing of those times. So you know exactly what what time and, time zone you're and in. And in fact, it must be um, it must be 1994 or thereabouts because in the video store, there's a cutout for the Schwarzenegger film True Lies, and and she she thinks it's a person. Classic. She blasts yeah. his head off. Yeah. Was that so for like, True Lies? Was it? Was that yeah. where it's from? 
Yeah. So you would know that, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been a, been <laughs> a true <laughs> life supporter that you yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. He actually is as well. I'm not kidding. Yeah, no, I'm waiting for the 4K release. It still hasn't come out. So, and you can't even buy it on Blu-ray. Nope. She's got no yeah. idea what True Lies is or was. This let's, is a great let's legacy. Put it this way. <laughs> it's, True it's, Lies. The best, it's the best Bond film of the last <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> it's not even close, Fred. I'm telling no. you. No, I'm sorry, I forgot Mission Impossible Fallout exists. It's not a Mission Impossible, but it's, a, it's a Arnold Schwarzenegger film. He's where a spy. He's a secret agent. Uh, she's just looking very blank and confused. <laughs> it's really good. So, Mate, I, what, what did you I, I think? I think she knows who Arnold Schwarzenegger is. I've it? heard of him. Have you? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. That's a start, anyway. It's a start, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's obviously our job, mine and Jeff's job, to educate the young, starting with now? you, yeah, yeah, into the scheme of the whole film thing. Okay. Right. So, a, a quick potted history. Arnie became oh. the world's greatest bodybuilding champion. Then he became the world's biggest film star. Then he became governor of California, and now he's just generally amazing all the time. <laughs> there you go. Very That's nice. it, according but, to Jeff. But as, as a story about someone who had nothing came to America and made something of himself, it's, it's quite a good quite a good. Uh, yeah, story. it's a good quite story. Fun. It's a good life story. He, yeah. he sounds like Toto Wolf. Like anyway, that. moving on. Okay. So, Freya, what, what did you think of the film? Of, of Captain Marvel up to this point when, you know, from the beginning to when she lands on Earth? I don't know. Did, Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Was it, was it too... Well, you, you said you, you like things that are quite fast, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you found this quite fast moving. And, <laughs> <laughs> and well... One of the things I really like in this whole sequence is that um, she quite clearly is, is uh, she likes having these powers and, you know, they keep saying to her, you know, you react emotionally to things and, you know, she's quite, she wants to get those, you know, cuff things off her hands, isn't she? And, you know, she keeps trying. Oh, when to she's in the scroll ship. Yeah. And, and then when she does Yeah, they get bound her up, up, haven't they? So yeah. she's activating the powers and they just get really hot on the ends yeah. and she can just bash people over the face with. You like yeah. the fighting scene, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. That, I mean, really good. Oh yeah, she's got the things on her hands. Yeah, yeah. and when she breaks them off, she um, you know, she hits her hands together and she looks really excited, like you know, right, you know, I, they don't stand a chance now. And then yeah, there's that little and she's bit in bare feet as well, isn't she? Yeah, yeah she is. She hasn't got a yeah, boot. Yeah. She runs back and's like my shoes. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, and then um, one of the squirrels kind of growls at her and she kind of screams back at it, and and then there's a you know a couple of really cool fight bits where you see. Uh, scrolls go flying across the end of a corridor, you know, before yeah. she appears, and and you know it's a pretty good fight. And then, you know, the uh, the explosion, you know, and she gets kind of sucked out through the, you know, that well they they get in an escape pod and stuff, don't they? Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a really kind of it's quite an exciting uh, intro, I thought. Um, and then when they when they land on Earth, she sort of um, she kind of ends up teaming up with Fury, doesn't she? Really. She does, yeah. It's not. Um, it's not initially a very happy no. team up, is it? Because she's still very much out to do her own thing. She's mm. not not really expecting any help from anybody. She doesn't need it. No, she doesn't she's need more, it. No. You know, she, she's obviously, she, you know, she's she has more advanced technology literally in her fingertips than anything else that she can see around. And even when she lands on blockbusters, she very quickly starts pulling together 
technology. She asks a guy, where can I get communications equipment? He yeah. points to a radio shank. She just goes over there and helps herself to whatever she wants. Nick Fury and the rest of the guys turn up. She doesn't really care about them. You know, they don't really mean anything to her. Yeah. And if she can use them, they're a means to an end. And actually, in some ways, that's the same with Nick Fury for her because there's something about her that he latches onto. I think he sees it relatively quickly. He's not, you know, he's not out to, to arrest her or anything or, or, you know, contain her in some way. Maybe he is, but he seems quite happy to let her go and do what she needs to do. Mm. She, he's just got to keep an eye on her. What I was really surprised about the second time I watched it was Agent Coulson was yeah. in there. I didn't yeah. know him at all the first well, time I watched it. He was just a dude, right? He was just fed guy second in command or whatever he was it was just nick's buddy basically that that's what he was he was nick's yeah. buddy so it was great to see him again because obviously this is before he gets uh he gets savagely chopped by yeah. loki yeah so, so when, um, it, it was good to see him in when i was on honeymoon in um uh california went to the cinema one evening um in uh santa monica and a couple of people ahead of me in the queue for sweets and drinks. Agent Colson. No, what the yeah. dude himself? Yeah. He was there. Yeah. yeah. Did you say and, hello to um, him? Well, I wanted to go. Colson lives because that was the thing at the time because he, he lives. killed yeah. in the Avengers and was coming back in Shield. Um, but uh, he was with a couple of friends, so not you know there was a few people between us. And I thought I can't, I can't go and do that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that was quite quite exciting seeing a real celeb in. Uh, yeah, you know, out in the world. <laughs> amazing, isn't it? Amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, amazing. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, I think I think Fury. Uh, he, I sort of get the feeling he's just kind of doing regular, you know, kind of. You know, yeah, secret police work. Yeah, but nothing kind of really exciting. Maybe Shield is not, um, you know, quite what he expected maybe and um you know i think he's he's there's a bit in the bar where he says to danvers about you know meeting the little green man and stuff like that and it's kind of changed everything for him and like you say he's quite happy yeah. to go along with her because i think he likes the excitement of it and the um, i think he does yeah, yeah. And I, I, like, I like the way he plays it as well he's he's full of energy and the way that he and danvers kind of bounce off each other mm. it's a really good dynamic you know and it's it's i I found it quite unexpected in some ways because sometimes you watch a film and you get somebody who doesn't know you know two people who don't know each other and if they're on opposite sides of a fence they'll just you know you get a thing where it's just massive conflict yeah you know one's trying to stop the other one the other one's trying to get away or whatever it is you know it's it's not it's not like that is it they they sort of it's quite playful isn't it like when um Mm. You know, she she yeah. watches him do the tape on his thumb and put it on the door scanner and stuff. And then, you know, oh, yeah. she, she just blasts the door handle. He said, could you have done that? And, you know, and you sat there and watched me with my tape. And, you know, and she kind of takes the mick out of him a little bit. And um, he's also a lot more, uh, it kind of, he's got a lot more energy and life to him than when Definitely. you see him later yeah. in the series when he's he's more jaded. And, you know, he's, he's seen things, obviously. And, you know. Well, he's, uh, still got, he's still got two eyes at this well, point, isn't he? Yeah, it? he's got two eyes, yeah, yeah. And I quite liked how he lost his eye in this. I, yeah, I it was quite, quite funny. You know, it was not this kind big. Of, kind of plays with it throughout the thing, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah there's a few times when you think it might happen, and, you know, and it, it turned out to not be this 
great big kind of you know <laughs> uh, basically a cat got his eye you know it's, it's pathetic really you know um so that that was quite funny um but yeah they, they do have quite a nice relationship don't they and 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 you can see that even from like and you know infinity war where he you know he takes out her the pager for her there's obviously something you know strong bond there and he, and he knows what she can bring to things mm. you know in, in terms of her competence and everything so yeah i, I enjoyed everything but between the pair of them and um it's quite it was clear that um jackson and larson were having a good time and got on you know they've yeah, done I think so. film yeah. together since then um i wonder i hope he's in the in the sequel I, i'm not sure uh, i, I so. don't know yeah she, she's in but, like with them both yeah and um like they're in the room together and he like tells on her and stuff and then they're like escaping and he ends up helping her and she's like you told on me <laughs> that's why all, all the other agents come don't they and that's um, right yeah that's when they take the the jet isn't it the that's right yeah the scramjet yeah. early quinjet type thing and um yeah, he says, yeah. Do you know how to fly this thing and what, what does she say maybe and he says this oh yeah that's a good question yeah <laughs> yeah we yeah. thought that was funny didn't we though, but, yeah uh, yeah that's good <laughs> um so um, where do they go after that? Your dad and I do this every time. We've watched the films last night, but we can't remember the plot properly. No, I, I haven't written any notes on my phone either because we were just watching it, weren't we? Yeah. It was quite good. When, fun. Did, when you did you watch it the other day? Sunday. I think it was oh, Sunday. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've been Sunday watching afternoon. it over the last couple of days. Let me just bring it up. Um, it takes you a few days to get through a film now, doesn't it, Jeff? It does, yeah, yeah. That's safe for me to be honest. You usually have to spit you these things. You always fall asleep. That's not true. That's yeah, you not, do. <clears throat> honestly, not true. I um, I stay awake, uh, patiently analysing and um, taking the film apart bit by bit, looking at character development and plots, and narrative, and yeah, and making notes. It's not like every morning you go to me and you go, "I fell asleep again last night." I don't know who says that. No, I don't know who that person you, is. Then. Definitely not me. Okay, no idea. Are you sure that's um, person who speaks to you? <laughs> you're not just imagining but. it so when they nick the um, roles, they imagine all sorts of things yeah <laughs> so when they steal the the jet they go to louisiana don't they to, to see they Maria. do yeah they yeah it's... some files about um project pegasus and stuff didn't they in inside the um in, oh uh, yeah that's right yeah, yeah. oh well just... yeah okay so in louis so louise is that the, the mountain base thing that yeah, like, and, and that's where that? Veer sees a photo of of Maria in the bar. Uh, is that right? In the no, in the, well, the... yes, there is that. But then there's a photo where Danvers is on is climbing into the plane in the background, and that's where she says, "I think I had a life here." That's kind Remember of that? a... yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. she's getting these little flashback things, that's doesn't it. she? Actually, yeah. right from the start, she's been little and training in the um, you know the yeah. Army. And, and, and she um, can't she can't quite reconcile that at all, yeah. can she? Because you know, even from the start of it, and that's when uh what's his name? Jude Law's character, he's kind of when they're sort of sparring, he's saying, put emotion out of your head, that's what's getting in the way, you mm. know. You get emotional, then this this is what happens and it makes you weak. Yeah. So she's like she's constantly fighting it. But it, the, the the memories or the flashbacks keep coming back and the closer she gets to Dr. Lawson yeah. at this mountain base thing, the stronger they become, the yeah. more confusing they get for her as well, don't they? Because she yeah. can't quite figure out. So the system intelligence or the supreme intelligence mm-hmm. is showing us showing itself to her as this Lawson character. Yeah, because it, it, that it, almost it, seems to drive her into understanding who this Lawson person is. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. 
Yeah, and and it's you know the the key to her life before you know what, what she's yeah, got now because the supreme intelligence um, manifests as your most um, you know important person. You know, it's why she says to Jude Law, "You see me there, don't you?" And you know, he, he won't tell her what what he sees he when he goes. Tell her. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, they they go to Louisiana, don't don't they, to to meet uh, Maria. Um, and uh, mountain base. It's always a mountain base. I don't, in the nineties, there seemed to be loads of mountain bases. Yeah. <laughs> it's still around. It's always good fun. It's not a great film unless there's a mountain base. No, you, you've got uh, um, inexplicably expensive looking base in the mountains that you know Definitely. had to yeah. pay for. There's probably not even a mountain in there that doesn't have a secret base. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they they find out more about um, you know Veers, don't they? There um, and you know that she was Carol Danvers, and you know she had the history in the Air Force, and yeah, you know all of that. And so it all sort of that's all a bit Top Gun, that isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. <laughs> that was great fun. Get, that's get some this, definite um, Top Gun esque moments there, where they're deliberate nods to the ultimate film about planes. Yeah, and, and well, what, I don't what, know, but they, they must the be. Board? Oh, what was the cat called? Goose. Goose, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Goose. You said you were going to have a cat, call a cat Goose, didn't you? No, I what just said, because we got the cat the day before. I was like, oh, we should call him Goose. Uh, we should call our cat Goose. Yeah. We've got a new cat. Right. Check it for it's tentacles. Tiny little it's not even a cat, to be honest. It's more of a rat. It is a cat. It's a rat. No, he's it's not. Big long tail. It's tiny. It's like rat sized. <laughs> if it looks like a rat, it moves it's like a rat. Bigger than a rat. That's, well, that's even more worrying then, I would say. <laughs> as long as the rats aren't bigger than that, because that would be quite yeah, scary. Yeah. Sorry, we're digressing. That's right. Yeah. So they, um, they're at the, at the house, aren't they? And, and Talos, uh, the, the Skrull, arrives. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's sipping on his, his juice or whatever he's got, you know, with his straw. I really like him. He's got that casual jacket on and a, you know, a straw. Talos. Yeah. Shapeshifting dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Australian guy. Yeah, and he, he plays it really well, I think. He's, he's got quite yeah, a... Yeah, he does. Doesn't he shapeshift into Mario at one point? Uh, no, the... Um, the guy. Yeah, the other one does. He's outside with, with uh, Monica, the daughter, and, and yeah, he's he's mimicking her. Um, and um, it, this is where there was quite a good sort of twist to it, because in the comics, the scrolls are you know, really evil and want to dominate yeah, you know, yeah. the galaxy and stuff. But here they, they turned it and kind of made them, um, you know, a little bit more sympathetic and refugees. Yeah. And not not all of them necessarily, um, you know, because there was... This batch of them who were kind yeah. of hiding away yeah. from the creek. And so the guy you think is the baddie, actually, mm. you know, he, he's not. Um, so that that was quite good. And, yeah, I really liked him because he's... He's quite sort of dry and sarcastic, and um, you know a lot of like when they question him, can you can you turn into a filing cabinet? That's well, right. Want, That's all kinds of stuff. Cabinet. And uh, you know they they um he's he's scared of goose, and they he says, "What's a cat?" You know he, he doesn't know it as a cat, does he? Because it's uh, flirting. So yeah, yeah, he's he's really good. And, you know, so she then uh, wants to help him, don't they? Because they need to find. Project Pegasus and the um, to the light speed engine. Yeah, but actually, again, be- before we go into that, this was another shocking surprise to me because, again, when we first watched it, I had no idea who Maria or Monica Rambo were. 
Yeah. And it was only when I saw the name on the plane, wasn't it? Yeah. I had to freeze it and rewind it and have another look and go, oh, my God, it, it is Rambo. I mean, Maria Rambo, but obviously – I recognise Monica Rambo from from One Division. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so like, oh my god! Yeah. So in Ant Man Two, we had uh, Agent Wu, right? Yeah. We've already had um, Darcy from yeah. Thor from One Division. So all this, so suddenly, it's almost like watching these films, right? It's starting to add jigsaw pieces to mm. One Division that yeah. were not necessarily missing, but maybe a little bit vague. If you know, if you know what I mean, because I've no idea where these people come from. Yes, now so, I'm starting to understand where these no, where no, these characters are coming yeah, from. Yeah, and uh, obviously, I just thought it was worth mentioning that you know because no, it's, it's good. Um, I do this a lot. Like, uh, say something really interesting, and I'll just interrupt it with something random. Nice. <laughs> it's our style. That's a lot like you. I do do that. She's right. <laughs> you've got, you got to get these. You've got to get these points out. You know, um, it just goes in my head, and it's got to come out. That's that's it. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Monica becomes powered up, doesn't she, through WandaVision, and then she's in Captain Marvel too. Yeah, exactly. So that's quite an interesting little um, character flow there, yeah. isn't it? I've got to, I've got to find out why that is. And obviously, in WandaVision, um, Shield, or it's not Shield, but Sword, isn't it? There's the yeah, sword, sword, yeah, which I'm sure I've heard of before. Because I must have, it must have been sword. in the comics. Yes, yeah, orders from the comics, uh, sentient worlds, observation and research. Department, just know like that. That. see how he just spins that off. So, yeah. would you like to do that? <laughs> just know <Right>. that stuff. <laughs> I know no. it for other stuff. You do know, so, yeah. You just know random stuff. It's not random. This is pointless stuff. Like, was it? What were you saying earlier about Taylor Swift? Somebody? Who? <laughs> I don't know. Some, person, yeah. some young a person. global icon. Global icon. Global icon. She literally won the Global Icon Award at the Brit Awards. Yeah, she stole it from me and Jeff, basically. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were podcast when were, you, were you nominated for a Brit Award? Oh, have you? No, I could have been nominated for a Brit Award any year. Definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> any year. I'm a genius. Of course so, you are. I feel like I said, Dan's a genius at all kinds of things. Just yeah. been amazing, really. No? No. No, okay. Anyway, so back to, back to things. Um, yeah, so um, it may be um, Sword is, is going to be introduced properly because at the end of yeah. one Yeah, that would be interesting. See yeah, how, see I, how I that, see that whole, whole works. It, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I must... Shh. So we also discover here, don't we, that um, yes. was Yon Rog is actually... He's the baddie. When, when previously What's his name? Yon Rog. Who's Yon Rog? Uh, Jude Law. Oh, is that his name? Yeah. yeah. He's not called Jude Law. did they say before. that in the film? Uh, Do you remember him saying that in the film? No, it was just in the credits. No, it was in the credits. Yeah. See, I, I had no idea what his name was. Yeah, it's John not, They don't... They don't say their names a lot. They don't, do they? They no, don't really no. come out of it. I think even Minerva's name didn't come out until like some point near the end. They yeah. said it like once at the start, and then it's did like another time. Yeah. yeah. I, I find that... Um, it, I connect better with the character if, mm. if you know the name, of course. And and often in films, you, you know, you, you don't get it clearly, you know, and yeah. then other times, you know, you hear them a lot more. Um, and, and so, you you know, you can kind of clearly identify the characters and you know what their names are. It's like when you watch a horror film, if if, if someone dies and I can't remember their name, I don't really care. So it doesn't really matter. Is it? Yeah. Ran, random 
person who's yeah. just been slaughtered well, by the witch in the wall or something. Third name on the credits, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, it is. Guy in a red shirt. Yeah, it, it does help to clarify names clearly. I think it does, it, especially with me when I when I get old. Yeah. But then it is like that in real life. Like when you're talking to someone, you don't always say their name like all the time. Yes, you you oh, do need true. to uh, yeah, kind of repeat it back to yourself. But I feel like in films, like I feel like you need to do it a bit more because yeah. obviously you don't know the people. No, so. I, no, I I agree, I agree. It's like so yeah, we character, isn't it? We um, reveal that uh, Jude Law, as we'll call him, um, has been uh, trying to. Um, uh, well, in in the in the flashback, he he was trying to destroy the um, uh, the light speed engine. And the stuff, light speed it? engine. Yeah. That's right, because that's a nice little mystery, isn't it? That that yeah. whole what happened in the past and who is the face of the supreme intelligence yeah. to, to to veers and, and, and how does she get have powers as well? Yeah, 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 and you're right. Yeah, it's and actually, I just want to just just finish up on that that sequence in the Rambo's household, which is um, it's it, it it's it's almost 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 reminds me of that scene in um, Age of Ultron when they all go back to Hawkeye's pad, and they all kind of just you know it's a nice little character bit there. But yeah. I think also what this one does, it it doesn't stop moving. Whereas in Ultron, everything kind of ground to a halt. Yeah, and we got all those character dynamics, and you know it was all essential stuff, but it seemed to go on for ages. This bit here, yes, it kind of pulled the pacing or slowed it down a little bit, but it gave us time actually to not only understand the characters and to put a little bit more information on that jigsaw of what happened in Veers' past and, and actually who she really was mm. and who you know who, who the Rambos kind of remembered her as. Yeah. But it also reversed the whole narrative, didn't it? So that was the inversion point. That was when the good guys become the bad guys, yes. the bad guys are revealed as the good guys, and you know, all that stuff that you were talking about with the, the scrolls and yeah. and the green and everything else. That that's a real tipping point in the in the film. Well, well, you know? And then obviously everything that happens afterwards is then as a consequence of those revelations, yeah. which and, and, is in a, di- a, a direction that I didn't think it was originally going to go. Going no, to go it. it now it's like it, wow. Yeah, you're right. It kind of upends where you where you think this yeah, was gone. Was right. You know, <laughs> um, and and there's quite that strong visual representation of her. Uh, you know, she puts her suit back on and she says, "I can't wear these Cree colours anymore." That's right. Yeah. You know, and and then changes it into the red and the blue and and things a bit more kind of you know, American. Technically, little um, uh, Monica does that. Oh yeah. Like- but- Monica does a lot of the stuff to help her remember because she just like kind of like drags Bambas in and is like, come on, let yeah. me show you all the pictures. Yeah. And she's like, this yeah. is you then, this is you then, this is you then. So then she's kind of like learning about herself, like she was yeah. really a part of their family. Yeah, yeah and that, that was quite a nice way to do it, actually, because it was yeah. it, it was kind of describing her in terms of a relationship that somebody had with her. Yeah. This is what you meant to me. You know, you weren't necessarily this person, but we did this together, we did that together. Do you, and there was this time when we did this, and that I thought that was really quite nice, actually. Mm. It was a good way to, like, introduce the, more of her past. Yeah. To, yeah. Like, yeah. Not only her, but to, like... As an audience as well. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right. We yeah. we discover it as she does, which is quite cool. Um, so, yeah, this is when it, it leads into its finale, really, doesn't it? Because they kind of figure out where where the laboratory is, um, and I was quite surprised that it had the tesseract in it. Yeah, <laughs> I said that so, didn't I? I went, oh, the tesseract really loudly. What's what's the the kind of question there is. How how did Lawson end up with it? 
because in um, mm. in the first Captain America film, they yeah. got it in a box, haven't they? They they keep it safe. Um, and then in Avengers, which takes place after Captain Marvel, they they're trying to um, you know do tests and stuff on it. So there's a bit of a story of where did it go after yeah. you know World War Two and how's it ended? Like, up where did it come from? Where did it go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that that be... I knew it. I knew she'd sing so. <laughs> <laughs> this is how my so brain's then... wired. Yeah, that's my fault. Sorry about that. So this is one of my favourite bits in in the film now, when um, uh, the the, the um, Star Force, you know, the baddies now, they capture her, oh, don't they? And, and yeah. they connect her into the um, supreme intelligence, and and she re- realizes that she says, you know, I'm I'm my name is Carol Danvers and she realizes that they've had these yeah. things on her that, that have been, you know, how does she word it? You know, you, you've been holding me back my whole life and you've got the Supreme intelligence blast. Yeah. She, she just so keeps like one forward. Forward on the back almost. Yeah. yeah. And then and that, that was quite a nice thing as well. I mean, in, cause in, in one respect, it's, we, we see it for what it is. It's a kind you know, it's a, it's a limitation. It's a cruelty. It's a way mm. of, stopping somebody achieving their potential yeah you know not so it's it's a way of uh it's a way of controlling somebody mm. and you know we we could read into that lots of um you know lots of different things you know we could apply it to our own lifestyles mm. you know for, for for forces and people that are controlling us that are limiting us and that you know we we don't we, we don't have the luxury of being able to physically take a chip off our no. neck and then suddenly finding that we've got these superpowers, but metaphorically or allegorically speaking, we can all do that. Mm. You know, we can all realize our full potential, realize yeah. the things that are stopping you achieving a, whatever it is that you want to achieve, and just you know, just kind of go for it. We well, said this I, in the last podcast. Yeah, I said, I said, you before, didn't I? I, I always quite like a story where someone is. Um, you know, a bit of an underdog and, you know, things happen and they realise their full potential and, you know, yeah. you get photon blasts coming out of your hands. That's even better. Yeah. So I, I love the bit. It's a hell of a superpower she's got though, well, isn't it? When you know, hair is all floating. energy that allows her to literally blast the crap out of anybody. Yeah. Right. With big beams of stuff and fly and be literally invincible. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, her hair's on fire and, you know, her eyes. Yeah. Are yeah. Freya, have you seen Endgame yet? No. Oh, okay, there's there's, no, a, yeah, there's, no. there's, an, there's an incredible Captain Marvel moment in that film. There is. There's, there's two, actually, um, which I won't spoil, but Paul might remember. Um, <laughs> Mate, I don't remember anything. We, we've oh, established right, okay. that already so far in this podcast, let alone the other ones. We're still talking about Captain Marvel. It said that like Captain Marvel's like the most powerful person in the MCU. The most powerful yeah. Avenger. Yeah, the most that- powerful Avenger. Yeah. yeah, Jeff wouldn't agree with that though. I don't think no. he might have issues with that statement. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think you're right, but um, I'd probably say it's Scarlet Witch is, is. Yeah, she's probably the strongest, but Scarlet Witch is more powerful in that she can, you know, rewrite reality and uh, threat, threaten the fabric of everything. Scarlet Witch, she can yeah. she can affect things on a fundamental level. Yeah, she can change the way people think and yeah. behave. Change environments. Change and environment. The environment. Yeah. Whereas Dan, Dan versus uh, have on blasts. No. Dan she has red stuff, red yeah. lightning that comes through, but she can also be tricked by other people. Yes. In, in the the hand- oh yeah, the handography. You like that, don't you? Yeah. Yes. She does some quite cool hand moves, doesn't she? Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, when um, when Danvers kind of gets the dampers off and um, uh, kind of takes that that step yes. of becoming herself, then there's a there's a pretty cool fight there on the uh, ship. You know where all the Star Force guys turn up and they stop. Oh, yeah. just yeah, as well, really isn't cool. it? Yeah, yeah, and and it's like Minerva fires. She picks up a gun and it's a Nerf Nerf thing. And she, oh yeah, and, <laughs> and just goes foam pellet dumps off her forehead, and uh, yeah, she she gets in a pretty good um, scrap with all of them, and you know you, you get to see the powers and stuff. And then um, is that when she then ends up yeah. on Earth, doesn't she, with Yon Rog? And and you know he wants to fight, but she won't. Oh yeah, yeah. They they kind of crash down there, don't they? Yeah. And they have that big fight in the desert sort of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. When and then, he's like, you and, need to prove himself to me. And she's like, I have nothing to prove. Yeah, that was it. That was a good moment. I enjoyed um, that. I'm just reading. It still doesn't beat punching the old lady on the train, though. No, that's that's pretty... <laughs> we haven't yeah. really talked about that, but have we? But that's the, no. that's, that, that is the spawn of many And memes. everyone's just looking like, why are you attacking yeah. this old lady? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to stop her, aren't they? And then she comes around and is like spitting on all the poles and stuff. And yeah. Back and like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> I just thought I was going to work today. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, um, I, also, I like the way the squirrels, um, you know, morph in this because um, – you know, before seeing the film, I thought it would just be a kind of standard morphing effect, but I quite like the way the the skin splits and they kind of oh um, yeah, come yeah, out of it. yeah, it's quite yeah. it's quite gross and it's quite well done. Um, and I, and I forgot there's a great space battle where um, uh, Captain Marvel takes on you know the Accuser ship and stuff, doesn't she? And, and she's flying around just blasting through ships and you hear her going Woohoo! oh yeah 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 she's having a great time yeah just knocking yeah. through from one side of these big dark asters to another yeah. yeah that was that was quite good fun yeah, yeah. She, she's having a, a great time so she sends them all up like packing didn't she to you know to get away from from everything but, i'll say yeah um, i mean it, it, get, that shows you how powerful she's she is really doesn't it yeah you, you know yeah you can kind of see understand now why the Cree wanted her they obviously wanted to keep her because yes. they thought, well, we can use her as a weapon and exactly, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But um, if we we've got to keep her under control because if we mm. if we don't, she'll yeah. destroy us. You know, she's yeah, this, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, because because Ronan says he he'll be back, doesn't he? For for does he call it a weapon or yeah. something? You know, for the woman. I, can't so, yeah. I don't remember that. No, I can't remember. Yeah, so he I think he'll come back. You know, in, in maybe yeah, I think he does film. actually because. He, he almost kind of – we need to see him be better than yeah. he uh, – you, know, you know, because the, – who's, who's, the, who's, the, who's the guy who plays him? Uh, Lee Pace. Lee Pace. He, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's, really know, he's, he's such yeah. a funny guy, right? And we need to see him being given more stuff to work with, I think. Yeah. Because in Guardians, he was just almost like token bad guy in a way. And in this one, he – you know, it's more or less a cameo, really. Yeah. But um, but I think you know if if they beef up his character a little bit more, I don't know, just do something with it and let's see a bit more of him and, and see Lee Pace giving some good material to kind of work with and really bring it out. I could, it could be quite fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I definitely hope we um, we see him again in it. Um, so we we're I mean, he's got to be evil. Obviously, he can't be a nice guy. He's got to be an evil dude. Yes, he's he's got to go yeah. down that um, that road, isn't he? Got um, to go down that road. So I forgot. We, um, yeah. we discover what um, Goose is as well, don't we? At some oh, yeah. Point. 
Yeah, threat, and that's quite funny as well. When they, I think you said it earlier, didn't you? They when they scan them. Yeah, for threat levels. Yeah, and the clerking is like level whatever. Whatever, it's like very dangerous, and yeah. it goes over to Mick like, Fury. Mick Fury, and it's like low danger level low. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that's just a cat. <laughs> it's yeah. not a cat. <laughs> and then, and the then cat's we... more dangerous than me. <laughs> yeah, so, and of course, he's all the time. He's going, "Hey, kitty, kitty! Oh, yeah. look, you little kitty! You're so beautiful! You're so lovely!" You know, like the cat just goes, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, that's quite funny." <laughs> we get the payoff with the faceful tentacles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, I really liked that. It's good. Um, so yeah, after um, Yon Rog is is sent back to uh, in into space. Um, because yes. Captain Marvel says, you know, I'm, I'm going to come and, and I'm not going to start the war, I'm going to finish the war or something. So there's obviously a lot that is um, kind yeah. of left hanging from another thing. She gives so, herself a big know, job I, to do as well. You get the impression that she's going to literally go flying around the universe from one end to the other doing stuff. Well, that's what she says in um, Endgame, doesn't it? They they say, where have you mm-hmm. been? And she says, you know, you, you're not the only you're planet that needs help. Yeah, you know, so she she's obviously keeping herself very busy. Um, so I, I'm I'm really you know I'm interested for the new one. I wonder if it will be all set kind of now. Well, it must be mm. if it's got um, uh, you know Monica in it. But um, I wonder if it will have flashback elements as well to kind of fill in you know stuff from what's happened at the end of maybe through to you know kind of yeah. where she is now. Um, so yeah, th- this film ends with her going off into space, isn't it? And then we discover that Fury uh, puts together uh, the plans for an initiative to um, kind of make a group of you know, powerful people to Yeah, to the Protector. Them. Was it Protector Initiative originally? Yeah. And then he, look, he looks oh, yeah. at the um, picture of her, doesn't he, getting into the plane and okay. sees what her, her call sign, her nickname is, which is which is Avenger. And, and that's where he, he gets the name from. So yeah, I quite nice like that. Some people are like, oh, I don't like yeah, that, but I thought it was cool. Touch yeah. Touch type. 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 Touch you know, when they're sitting at the computer waiting to play back that audio file that's like one meg and it takes ages to load. Dan Danvers is like, what are you doing? Oh, it's loading. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah, because they're just putting a CD on it, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, she sat at the yeah. computer and she's like typing and like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is quite funny. They, yeah, they do have a lot yeah, of old jokes the 90s expense. Yeah. Grunge suits you. Yeah, the days are Yeah. Days of and, yeah, uh, I get the feeling so, they're all. Yeah, I, I really like five, but sorry, go on. You can edit. So, that bit what did out. you say? It doesn't no, matter. You can edit it out. Edit it out. Oh, you won't okay. come. I'll leave this bit in. in. Yeah. And then I'll leave you yeah. in saying edit it out. Yeah, it does it every time. Yeah, I'll edit that bit. No. And then it comes to the podcast. I have, I have left a couple of uh, bits in, yeah, <laughs> on purpose. Um, so yeah, I really, I really like the film. Yeah. It, it um. There's a lot of, well, I say a lot, you know, some people um, don't like it. I think they, uh, you know, get a bit upset about, you know, when uh, when we get female superheroes, which is which is quite sad, really. But it, mm. it's nice for her to hear that you liked it. And, um, you know, is it right? Did you have a poster of her on your wall? 
No. Or, or have I imagined that you, you've got some um, superhero stuff on your wall? I you? have a Black Widow one because we got that when we went to the cinema. They were like, do you want a poster? And we were oh, like, man, I didn't get one when I went to the cinema. I've been able to update my collection of IMAX posters for ages. Got Supergirl on there as well. Yeah, I've got a Supergirl one. Bellatrix, Bellatrix Lestrange. And then I got Strange Hall. I got a lot of posters. Got Jodie as well. Cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um. So, um. But you you liked the film, didn't you? And you liked Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. What was what what's um what specifically uh, appealed to you with her? Um, I don't know. I like when she went to um like back to the nineties and she like went to like earth and she's just so blunt about it like those people from shield come up to her and and she's and they're like who are you and she just says like exactly who she is and yeah. she's like from the tree and stuff and they're like she's being completely serious and yeah. she doesn't try to like cover her identity or anything yeah. she's just like this is yeah, who she, i am she's confident isn't she and, and and not afraid and um you know she's quite kind of sarcastic and and um you know cheeky with things as well you know there's there's obviously quite a lot of uh you know humor there and um uh yeah i just i liked her because she she's just kind of having fun with it and mm-hmm. uh you know it was an interesting origin to discover and i quite like the fact that you know she's got all this power and you know she can go out there and, and do a lot of good and you know kind of fight baddies across the galaxy and stuff so uh, yeah I'm, I'm excited to see where they take her and what did you it, think oh, of it oh me um yeah, yeah I, I i enjoyed it actually i mean i enjoyed it first time round. um as i said and uh, but actually i enjoyed it more again second time i think mm. because i because i i knew more about the other elements of the story so the kree and the rambos and i enjoyed those little surprises of seeing those people yeah. So, so it was. It was good fun. I think also. What? Go on. What are you saying? I was going to say. Would well, like when I said to you, you know, right, right back at the start. Yeah. You know, there's all these little things that add to everything. Like when you first saw Captain Marvel, you you didn't know who Coulson and you know various other things no were. Idea. It? But I have no idea. No idea. It and it's so much more rich and rewarding for it you. Is. Yeah, it, it gives you the impression of being in a multi-layered universe, a universe mm. with lots of different people all going in different directions, and then occasionally they kind of cross paths, and that's quite nice when that happens. You you, you mm. see those things, and it was, I I mean, yeah, so I I really enjoyed seeing the younger Nick Fury. It was almost mm. an, an origin story for him in the Avengers, yeah, which yeah. it was for Captain Marvel. Yeah. I love the storytelling in it. I think, as I've said before, I enjoy it when there's different levels of stories. So mm. We have stuff happening in the present. We have stuff happening in the past. There's little connections. We've got other stories that are crisscrossing from different directions, stuff that began in other films, that stuff that actually began in, you know, it, it, yeah, in, in, in other films. I've made a hash of that. But, you know, it's, it's good. I, I love it when those things start happening because, for me, it makes me want to see the film again. You know, and I think yeah. also, yeah, there's a lot. To really, it. I think what's really exciting about Captain Marvel as well is it has a slightly different energy to it. It's in terms of its tone, it starts off almost like a kind of Civil War type vibe. It's you know, it's it's quite it's serious. You know, that whole sci-fi stuff mm. at the start is really seriously presented. Yeah. It's not done for laughs. It's done. To, it's done to try and build a very credible world around us and, and allows and bring us in to believe that it's not like guardians where it's having a lot of fun 
at the expense yeah. of you know sci-fi tropes. It's using those tropes to establish credibility of mm. of a you know the Cree universe, Cree civilization, all the rest of it. But through the film, we get these nice drops of character. We get these nice humor elements. We get some nice jokes. Is what I meant to say. Humor elements. I mean jokes, obviously. <laughs> You're turning off. I'm just, I'm just running off at the mouth, Freya. It, I love it, a good humor element. Losing all your words. <laughs> it does happen, yes, because I've used most of them in uh, bringing you up. So <laughs> <laughs> now Boom. I've got some um, some tweets here from people. If I could afford to drop that, my car would drop it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Don't flick the microphone. It's not the same as dropping, is it? I flick no. the mic. Your flick the mic doesn't have the same. The uh, no, it doesn't. Power. It's like how on stage when you have to do a mic drop, but you don't want to damage the microphone, so you have to get a fake one <laughs> and then kind of try and discreetly swap it. But it's so obvious that you're swapping it because you don't want to break the microphone. Yeah, because you go like you had the real microphone, you're like holding it, and then you go behind your back and swap it with this fake one, and then end up dropping the microphone. Have you actually ever done that? Though, I haven't done it. You we, know did it in, um, it. we did it in one of our performances in primary school. Cara did it, and then we did it in Sister Act as well. You did it in Sister Act? Yeah. You dropping the mic in Sister Act? Yeah, we dropped a mic. I didn't do it. Mm. When, um, yeah, and she was doing her rapping, and then she goes, boom. It wasn't a real mic. Just a sound effect. Because it would My break, job. and we don't want to break our very valuable equipment. That's disappointing. Frankly, I would have just dropped it. I wouldn't care. <laughs> I was like a rebel when I was at school. Do you know what I mean? You were a rebel. Oh, yeah, you're a lot too soft these days, man. <laughs> if I wanted to drop a mic, I'd drop it off the top floor, innit? <laughs> school, I'd just hold it out of school and just drop it, man. I don't care. We just I've that, got anyway. some um, comments here. Sorry, Jeff, go on. You got some comments, yes? Yeah. So, yes. first up, uh, Steve Wasling, uh, who's at Skinner. He said, I enjoyed this and I liked Carol and her supporting cast, especially the scrolls. Decent end credits. I really like that song. Yeah, they were good, actually. They yeah. add to the story. And um, I have a, a nerdy issue with the Lightspeed engine. They'll be able oh. to invade other galaxies, so Andromeda can expect them in about 2.5 million years, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, actually, because they can already travel through through these gate things in the universe, right, F- much quicker and much more efficiently than they can with Lightspeed, right? So why do they need a Lightspeed engine? <laughs> That's a good point. I'd, ne- I'd never thought of that. But, yeah, Steve appears to be quite right on that one. I suppose because the um, technology was getting into the wrong hands, wasn't it? And they Maybe they need it for something else. Yeah, yeah. That we don't know about yet. We don't know. Um, okay, let me find it. So, uh, Space Castle Pod. Oh, um, Yes, it is. Um, it's okay. It probably would have worked better as a phase one or two movie because it feels awfully slight and inconsequential. Ooh, the movie really? works overtime to deflate fury from the ambiguous badass super spy government agent that we we grow to know him as, and that sucks. So I'm not sure if it's inconsequential. Uh, I think... It, no, it, I, I, I don't think it's... It means yeah, it doesn't I'm matter sure to any. agree on that. It, it does it all kind of... Not not setting things up mm. for the future, but um, further establishing past events more. Yeah, in, in concept. So, if you took it out of the MCU, would it make any difference? I guess is it, it if that's what they mean by inconsequential in that respect. Is it inconsequential to the rest of the MCU, or is it a film in itself that really doesn't do anything for them? I don't know. In in the um, uh, in in the wider. 
you know, in the wider MCU. I mean, it would be strange if when Captain Marvel turns up in Endgame and does what she does, that we like, well, okay, that was convenient. Yeah. <laughs> right? At least she, we kind of know why she is who she is and we and all that sort of stuff. So, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to disagree with that. I don't think it's an inconsequential film from that respect. I also don't think it's inconsequential from the point of view that actually – this is probably the first Marvel film featuring a female superhero, right? In the in the main lead, yeah. In the I main lead, right? Because this is obviously yeah. before Black Widow, so there wasn't. Yeah. So up to that point, all these Marvel is films. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but they they'd all been Captain America, Iron Man, and Spider Man, and yeah, they'd all been male superheroes, haven't yeah. they? So yeah. this is the first. This was the first MCU female superhero. Yeah. And, and on on that it's side, things. Yeah, and that, yeah, it's a big thing. That's not inconsequential. Which is absolutely not inconsequential at all, at no, all from, no. from that point of view. No. Yeah. So, yes, sorry, um, Space Castle. We're yeah, quite sorry, on the man. same page there. Good point, but, you know, yeah, please continue to tweet in. We may yeah, disagree yeah. with you on time to time, but it's nothing but, personal, in it? No, and it, and it's good to, um, you know, to, to do that and, and talk about things and, um, you know, be... Uh, you know, civil with each other, um, which we are. Um, right, so I've got another one here from um, Lotaro. He says, awesome film. Love the way it tells the backstory of Carol and seeing her run around Earth with fury is excellent. Great action and the 90s aesthetic is great. Yeah. Um, yeah so, uh, Kendrick, uh, at DDP Kendrick, he says, um, it has almost exactly the same plot as Thor. That's quite interesting. Um, and is done a lot better. Um, still nothing spectacular and, yeah. and has some weird pacing issues. Um, the threat is weak and the humour isn't there for me, but there's some good stuff and it's not like it's a bad movie. A generic 6 out of 10. Threat is weak. That's quite an interesting one, actually. I think yeah, maybe not, they've got a point with that. I think. Yeah, he's not wrong there. Because, um, yeah. like I said, you think it's going to be the squirrels and then they flip it and it's actually mm. the people that were her... You know her family, as it were. You know, in Star yeah. Force and the crew, and it's and it's it's more of a personal threat, isn't it? It's not mm. like a world calamity. It's not like the world is going to get destroyed, yeah. or and that's quite good. I think it's turned inside out or turned into a packet of crisps or anything. Yeah. It's like it's purely it's purely about Danvers, isn't it? It's about yeah. Carol discovering herself and her yeah. powers, and the threat actually is on in the first half of the film. It's perhaps. The threat to her, which we think is going to come from the scrolls, mm. and it, whereas actually the threat has always been from the supreme intelligence yeah. and the people allied to that who try to control her for yeah. whatever reason, you know. To send which, which, like you said, it makes it more personal. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, I wonder if, um, you know, in in the next film, if if you know, like Kendrick said, the threat was wasn't much. If if it'll be more, because one of the famous comic storylines is the the Kree Skrull War. Which was this massive battle between them, and um, there's stuff to still to come with the scrolls, and there's the secret. Are they coming back into it then? There's there's more. Well, there's a little bit, and then they're doing the um, secret invasion uh, storyline as a Disney Plus show, and secret invasion was where you you discovered the. And that was also a really I good story. Sorry, In Secret Invasion, you discover that the scrolls have infiltrated Earth and replaced a load of superheroes and have been living here for 
So I don't know if they'll do that in the show. But anyway, I think they might be. um, It tells me storylines that you know that he's heard from the ether and reading comics and things and just you know. They're all squirrels. <laughs> They're all in public domain, aren't they? That's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I don't read this stuff. But, you know, for me, I, 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 know, I know we've said this a few times, but I, I really enjoy experiencing this, you know, a lot of these things for the first time with wide open, fresh mm, 50-year-old mm. eyes. Because yeah. they're still, in my head, the eyes of a 10-year-old. Yeah. Wonderment. One of the things that the MCU, um, they, they take... Um, you know, established stuff from the comics, but they they, yeah. they freshen it up and make it new and different. So, you know, it's it's not um, you know it's not rehashing things, um, you know, directly from the comics, like you know, page for page, as it were. Um, so, we'll dip into comment, one, say again. Oh, I said uh, we'll dip into the comics storylines, like, yeah, like, that, that's Wars, it, like that. diving into an existing comic storyline, but yeah, doing that. something. Take the best bits from them and stuff, yeah. 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 Um, So our friend Cooper Hillier, he says, I really love this one. Brie Larson is fantastic in the role. Couldn't ask for anyone better. Uh, It's set in the 90s. has got great action humour and some of the most visually pleasing moments of the entire MCU. Plus, it's the first female-led superhero film to pass the one billion mark. Hey. which is true um rpg uh it's uh it's chase rpg he uh, says it's fine i've seen better superhero films it's not that i don't like it but it doesn't leave an impression on me um green shirt podcast says a mixed bag that i mostly enjoyed it felt like mm. a 90s action flick for better and worse um, <laughs> the bloody yeah. film with nick fury was super fun but some of the pacing felt rushed and danvers character didn't feel very defined at times but the cat was flirking great ah see what he did there uh-huh. <laughs> very good um multiverse of mikeness he says underrated mo- movie the N- mcu does sci-fi really well and this is no exception yeah. i thought brie larson was fantastic in the role yeah. so as long as you're actually following the character's story and journey that, the end, that's the key to it yeah uh, the end with i have nothing to prove to you is a yeah. powerful awesome moment um mm. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you there, Mike. Um, and then Mike Morgan, uh, who's who's Iron Mike, um, he said, I thought it was fine. Carol's personality is pitched as deliberately not that engaging, which was an interesting decision. Um, being set in the past, I kind of didn't care what happened because we knew everything would be fine. Um, the scrolls were good, but Fury's eye injury was dumb. And then he also said to expand, it's interesting how someone can say they didn't love the movie and how others then take that as you didn't understand it. No, I understood yeah. it. I'm a writer. I get it. I just didn't love it. I didn't hate didn't it, it. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then Star, uh, who's at Time Lord Senate, said, I love Captain Marvel a lot. It's probably one of my favourites, and I love Car- Carol's character development. It's great, and the story is very interesting. So, mm. it's almost like oh, two poles oh, apart there in those two tweets, isn't it? Yeah, mm, leaning, leaning more to the positive, I would say, um, but with a few, um, you know, it, it's just kind of okay. Dissenting voices, yeah, mm. it's it's interesting. I do, um, I don't know. I, it, it, this this thing about a slightly different energy in in the movies, I I do think it kind of started with Captain Marvel. I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but it, it feels to me like there's more, there's there's a, a bigger weight to the narrative that may be, and we've always said about the characters in these films, they're not just two-dimensional superhero films. No. There's always a lot of 
also than yours care about the characters. But I, 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 I think in the since since this one, maybe a couple before this, I think with Spider Man as well. Actually, the characters have become slightly more complex. If that makes sense, yeah, like the film becomes more about the depth of character rather than, especially this one, rather than like the threat they're facing. So rather than what they're fighting against, it's yeah. more about what yeah. the character's going through and yeah. how they yeah. like, come to be. Yeah, I think so. And and there are bits of that even in Iron Man, but it's not front and foremost. No. It's it's there more in the performance than in the writing. Whereas I think with Captain Marvel, it's knowingly in the writing. Yeah, and yeah. same with you know with Black Widow. I think Spider Man. There was there was elements of that of that there as well. Was you know which which I think for me personally is a much more intelligent, more engaging kind of a story. But whether it, it's the right thing to have in a in an action film, I don't know. Personally, I think it is because yeah, I do too. Because you know, the, these these things don't work if you're not interested in the characters, and mm. um, you know otherwise it's just people flying around spaceships and. You know, um, Captain you know, Marvel can spaceship. Say again. I say you get to our age. You've seen it all before. Well, you have, yeah. yeah. You know, and and well, you few, well, I, I've still got a few years to see it all before I've caught up with you. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you both for ganging up on me like that. But um, you know, you watch Captain Marvel wreck a spaceship, and you know that's cool. But it it doesn't yeah. mean as much if you don't know the struggle that she's gone through to be able to get to that point and well, that kind of represents in a way as well, smashing through the civilization that tried to control her. Yeah. So, yeah. She becomes the weapon they feared. Yeah. yeah, well, that's it. They obviously feared her, didn't they? And they they wanted to keep her in check yeah, because they yeah. felt that, uh, you know, they they made her what she is, but she yeah. could. She I think could it's a great Ends them. Yeah. So it feels like having watched it again, there's there's mm. obviously more to come, and it and it's going to be part of a, you know, a, a bigger story. I think. Yeah, it feels like they're gearing up for the next level of, yeah. you know, MC or the next phase of the MCU, doesn't it? Yeah. And, so that's almost like a prologue to probably what we're going to be. Well, it is, isn't it? Because it sets up in a way. It sets up uh, Monica Rambo. Yeah, it sets up whatever's going to happen in the Marvels. Kind of triggers, you know, a bit of something in in Endgame. So, yeah. yeah, minor degree, but still quite important, yeah. I guess. But yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I I'm I I think actually my. My interest in, in the in the latest slew of Marvel films is a lot greater than it was with the earlier ones. I think, you know, I think if I was if if I was maybe if I was your age, Freya, and I was just coming to Marvel for the first time, and I was looking at films like this and Black Widow, and you know, I I would be more inclined to follow it. I think certainly with One Division as well and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. You know, the series is now, which are, again massive on character and, mm. and action. You know that would that would engage me far yeah. more than the original Iron Man film. Yes, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think you're right. You know, there's the odd person who says, you know, there's a, you know, fatigue about it all, and you know, and I, I don't agree. Oh, you know, maybe some people, but sure, I, I don't agree. I think they're still trying different things. I don't, I don't 
understand how you yeah, could look yeah, at one division. Yeah, they're trying to widen the audience, aren't they? And yeah. you know, sort of break out of the chains of the things they were criticised for yes. previously. Yeah. And, and, and things that literally, you know, they, they weren't able to do Black Panther or Captain Marvel for a long mm. time because of the people who were in charge, you know. Um, so that that's why these things are, are late, as it were, because, you know, they weren't able to do them. But I think you, you, you can't look at, you know, WandaVision and say this is a company that aren't trying different things and, Mm. You know, like you say, there, there's a lot of character stuff, and you know, the the shows are, are, are richer, and the world is expanding in you know huge ways. And I think it's it's almost like being back in in phase one in a way. All of this is starting to build up for you know a whole new section of the, new. of the world yeah. and things. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm feeling really excited about it and where it's going, and it and it doesn't feel oh, excited. Are you excited? Yeah, Frey's excited as well. That Good. doesn't happen often. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you give me that look? That's not nice. <laughs> I get excited. You do get excited. So, were you quite excited by this film? Or so, Shang Chi, which we went to see a few weeks back. Mm. Captain Marvel, which yeah. one's better? Do you think? There's a question. I'm putting you on the spot now, aren't I? I don't know. Or two different. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Which one? Yeah, I thought that was going to go somewhere. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking about it because I haven't thought about it. That's right. Jeff can edit uh, edit the thinking out. He's he's good. Yeah, you, you think I mean, you what you want to say, but... and I'll stick it in at the point where your dad asked the question. Um, I yeah, I like both of them. I think they both have quite yeah. an interesting s- structure. Um, you know how they tell the story and things. Um, and and they're similar in that they both got their powers all, already, or, although. One one of them is is withheld or held mm. back, and the other one is is um, you know kept secret, so to speak. Um, I, I probably would say I like Captain Marvel a bit more, uh, mostly because she can destroy a whole spaceship with just like her fists. <laughs> <laughs> you just like the power, don't you? You just like uh, yeah, just like powerful women power heroes. Yeah. So, Freya, um, Black Widow or um, or Captain Marvel? Black Widow. Oh, that was different to that, the question easy. I asked. <laughs> that's easy. <laughs> you did like um, Black Widow. I love Black Widow so much. Who's your favourite character? That's really Black cool. Widow? All of them. All of them. Yeah. All of them. Yelena you're you're or pockets. Natasha? No, I'm not. I'm not wearing my trousers and pockets, no. <laughs> I do have my Yelena hair in, yeah. though. You, have you got it now? Yeah. Is this your Yelena hair? Uh, oh, yes, it is. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Super yeah, yeah. Amazing. I'd, I'd heard about that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, that was the Natasha hair when she did it all. Oh, in yeah, plaits, I did my it? Natasha one. So I did oh, one yeah. up, and then I did six plaits in the back. Right. And then I did this one, which is just like you do a ponytail at the top, and then you do right. one. Oh, yes, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. You're talking to me and Jeff about yeah, hair I know. now. This is. Well, I, I've, because I've when got... she, because oh, when she so does I've the got... bit, where she like poses and then flicks her hair up. I yeah. saw it and she had two, and I was like, "Oh, uh, I'll do right. that." Yeah, so I've, I've got twin girls, and I have to do their hair sometimes, and I'm not very good at it. My, one of them always wants her hair like Elsa, and I, I can't do it. <laughs> it's a bit of a mess. Really. As a French guys, that's hard. Uh, yes. that's it, yeah, yeah, uh, Elsa hair. Let's be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, we should we should probably wrap up for this week's uh, episode. Um, yes, it's been really good having you here, Freya. And um, perhaps you would like to join us again at, at some point, maybe when you if you watch Endgame or something. Um, 
Come so back. Inviting you to watch <laughs> Endgame now. You realise that. Yeah. As far as Jeff's concerned, you are now inducted into the Marvel fandom. This is yeah. it. Yeah. Can't, you can't back. leave now. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of us. <laughs> You're one of us now. It's been fun. Have you enjoyed it tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Good. good. Yeah. Yeah. First time you've ever done a podcast or anything like this, isn't mm-hmm. it? Really, and speaking into a microphone in front yeah. of me, me old mate. You know, so yeah. it must be. Must be quite tough. And um, when we get the uh, the Doctor Who one going, you, maybe you'll join us on that because that's right, listeners. We're going to be starting a Doctor Who podcast, aren't we, Paul? Yes, we are indeed. What was that you yeah. said, Frey? What was that? Doc? I love Doctor Who. Ah, look at that! Yeah. <laughs> Definitely get you on that one because yes. we got a lot. Yeah, we could talk about a lot of stuff there. But actually, yeah. we've got a lot of people asking to be guests on that one as well, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, we have. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening, everyone, as always, and uh, for tweeting in your comments. We will be back next week where we will be looking at Endgame. Yeah, the, the final film of all these phases. Yeah. And, of course, thank you, Frey, for joining thank us tonight. Thank you very much. Yes. It's been yeah. great having you here. And uh, we will thank see you all. Good. Great. And we'll see you soon. And listeners, we'll uh, see you next week. See you next time. Bye for now.